Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. My name is Elisa Purdy, and I am your host. The other day, I made a post on Instagram, a little poll of topics for me to talk about here on the podcast, and you guys voted. And I was really surprised with the results, but I'm going to go for it. (laughs) And if you're not hanging out with me over on the gram, I would love to support you over there. My Instagram is Elisa Purdy. Last name is P-U-R-D-I-E, A-L-I-S-A-P-U-R-D-I-E. So let's talk about this. We're going to dig into some really personal, raw, emotional stuff today. And in the conversations I'm having right now with one-on-one clients or mastermind clients or just people in the universe, I don't think people are talking enough about the ebbs and flows of um, of revenue, of emotions, of just being a human when it comes to being an entrepreneur. I don't think it's talked about enough. So I posted a few topics on my Instagram. One of them was the... <laughs> the details behind my ugly cry meltdown last Tuesday. This was last week. So I'm going to talk about that today. And I'm going to talk about what, what happened, what the heck happened, what prompted it, what I got from it, how often that happens, all that kind of good stuff. Okay. Let's dig in. So Tuesday rolled around last week. It was a day before uh, I hosted a live event, which was a a picnic. I called it the spring fling picnic. And that was last Wednesday. And it's a really small networking event for women here in Santa Barbara. And I love it. I do it like twice a year and it's really fun. It's really, really fun. Doesn't, it doesn't take a whole lot of planning. Um, not a, not a very substantial investment. It's, it's just really easy. It flows well. I think it's really fun and all that. So I was really looking forward to that. So Tuesday I woke up just stressed. I don't know. I think a lot of women will understand this. Sometimes we've got, you know, hormonal fluctu- fluctuations. We've got life. We've just got stuff, right? And sometimes there's no explanation for it. And there certainly doesn't need to be. We don't have to solve every problem. Sometimes we just need to get stuff out and then we'll feel better. And I'm very blessed that my husband is always available to listen and support. He's an entrepreneur too. So he gets it. Being an entrepreneur entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> it's not. It's wonderful. I wouldn't change it for anything. I have no intentions of getting a traditional nine to five job, but I also want to be real about the stages of being an entrepreneur and what that looks like in real life. So, okay, last Tuesday, woke up feeling stressed. Uh, my mind was racing sort of all day and I started getting really emotional. I think maybe late morning, I went into my office. My husband was already there. We share um, an office in like a co-working space. He was already there. We were talking about some life stuff, some house stuff. And all I could think of was work stuff. And it felt really heavy. And I started to cry. (laughs) I sat at my desk with my reading glasses on and my headphones on. And he had his headphones on and he was just chilling, listening to podcasts. And he had an idea and he wheeled himself over to my desk, (laughs) which is right next to his. And he goes, oh my God, what's the matter? Why are you crying? 
And so I just started spewing things. You know how that is when you're like, and then this, and then this, and then this, and it all just sort of came out and I had to dig into it. And as I was talking about it, it actually really helped to talk about it. And so the details that I shared with him were that I was looking at my quarterly uh, revenue and expenses. I highly recommend you have a system for doing this. I have a really great spreadsheet that I love to share with my clients and it tracks your revenue each month and your expenses each month. And I think I was having a conversation with um, our CPA and submitting some documents to her. And this year is very different from last year. And that's what triggered me. Last year, I went to a retreat in March. I was a speaker. It was so great. And everybody was so connected. And I signed a bunch of new clients, um, I think to the tune of 68,000 from the weekend. And I was so proud of myself. And I celebrated that like crazy. I had a huge month last March. April was great. May was great. You know, people are on payment plans. We're kind of cruising. Um, had a course launch, all these things. I had a great year last year and it just felt so good. You know, when you are making revenue that's in line with what you desire, it validates the work that you do. It validates the effort that you're putting in. It validates everything. So I felt really good about it. This year is very different. And here's why. Uh, we got engaged last September at the end of September. So we went straight into wedding planning mode, which for anyone who's ever planned a big wedding um, is a very large investment energetically, emotionally, all of it. So that that took up a lot of space and time for both of us. And I do have to admit, honey, if you're listening to this, my husband did 90% of the wedding planning. Yes, he did. It was not on, on my heart <laughs> to do it. I just really didn't want to do it. So he did it. But there at the same time, there is, honey, would you like this way or that way? Do you want these colors and these flowers and these candles and blah, 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 blah. And I spent a lot of my time and energy in wedding planning mode. And he had just moved into our, our house that we shared together. So we had a lot of big life changes in a very short period of time. So engagement, move in together, plan a wedding. Uh, my friends wanted to throw me bridal showers. You know, a lot of our life for months was about this wedding. So we had planned to get married middle of January. So really short engagement. And then the weather was horrible. That got scrapped and pushed till the end of February. Um, it's really difficult to be in sales mode and in the sales brain when life feels chaotic. And life for me felt chaotic for months, months and months and months. And my clients, I love all of you. I love you all for just being on this ride with me. I don't know how many times I said, you know, we will not be meeting these weeks because, you know, the wedding, and then we've got a, a, a long, we're planning a long honeymoon and all of this. So they were just so flexible. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. And the wedding didn't happen. And the honeymoon got pushed back. So the wedding actually happened on February 26th, which is six weeks after what we planned. And then I took, we took a five week honeymoon, which was a dream around the world trip. But here's the thing. I, here we are May, I'm recording this on May 23rd. I feel like I haven't really worked in my business uh, from a sales perspective in six months. I would actually say that's accurate. <laughs> I would say that's hundred percent accurate. Yeah, because this wedding planning stuff started in October of last year. And I have to give myself some grace around that. And I've had 
a lot of one-on-one clients who signed up last year and had a little bit of a gap to their start date, which I love. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute, what that does for your business. And I've been really blessed, you know, with the number of one-on-one clients that I've had. But what went away was the foundation that I typically have every month. I haven't done a course launch since uh, fall of last year. It's really difficult to plan a course launch when you don't know if you're going to be working in the country um, at your wedding. (laughs) You know, all this stuff was very chaotic. So it affected my revenue. The expenses, of course, don't change. You still have that going out every month. So the stress of the depletion in, in revenue for me was significant. It was significant because last year I was on cloud nine, feeling very proud of myself, very validated. And this year I was, I started to panic. I started to panic. And it was just one of those days where you feel like the world is ending. Logically, I know that it's not, (laughs) but just that day so hard. So I sat there at my desk crying, spewing everything I just said to you, to my husband. And he's a saint. And he just said, you know, every time we have this conversation, which is not that often, maybe once or twice a year, it's like, you know, what happens right after a bunch of one-on-one clients come your way. You do a huge course launch, you host a retreat and life continues and the money comes right back. You know, it does. It always, always does. And I think I had the same conversation with my best friend who's also an entrepreneur and they just get it. You have to talk to people who get it. If you have these sort of meltdowns with people that are not entrepreneurs and have no intentions of being entrepreneurs, they are going to say, get a job. Don't you think you should have a job? Uh, jobs, traditional employment is much more stable, which it isn't PS as someone who's been laid off more than once. It's not. So those are the sorts of conversations you're going to have. So when you're feeling in this place, that's really low. I want you to surround yourself with people who are doing exactly what you want to be doing and will support you in the way that you want to be supported. So I had this meltdown mainly because the wedding honeymoon, uh, no course launches took up a lot of space for about six months and that affected the revenue significantly affected the revenue. So I want to talk about that bottleneck I mentioned a few um, a few moments ago. So last year I signed some one-on-one clients who weren't ready to start. So they said, can we start working with you either later this year or beginning next year? And I said, yeah, absolutely. So here's a cautionary tale when it comes to the timing of your clients. This is really important. And I wish someone had told me this when I very first started my business. Is it great to be flexible? Absolutely. Is it great to bring in revenue on a you know, recurring regular basis. Absolutely. But here's the thing. If you sign five, six, seven clients, they sign a contract, they make their payment and they have a delayed start date. Maybe it's months and months away. Here's what's going to happen to you in your business. That revenue is going to be spent in your expenses and just living your happy life. And then when everyone starts, they're going to take up your time with meetings And there won't be any new revenue coming in. So it makes it really difficult and it creates a bottleneck in your business. So do you want to have people sign up with you and then start later? Absolutely. I am all for that. I usually have one or two clients on my my roster who have had a delayed start date. Life happens. You know what I mean? We are all human beings. If you weren't ready, but you wanted to secure a spot, you know, at the current investment, you didn't want to risk an increase or 
you just were really excited and maybe it's the end of the year and you wanted to get this money off your books so you could have the tax write-off. Smart business decision, PSPS. You know, there's a number of things that would guide you in that direction. So right now on my roster, I have two people who signed up last year who paid last year, paid in full. And so that revenue is not coming in, but I am coaching. So my time is being spent with them. And that feels balanced to me because I have other clients coming on that are, you know, are in current payment plans or painful and all that. So I just want to really make you aware that if you do that with a lot of people, it can be really, really, really stressful. And then if you find yourself in these sort of down slopes of revenue, that's only going to exacerbate the problem. So I want to make you aware of that. I would have one or two people tops, ideally one. Ideally one, that way you're leaving yourself open. You're leaving your time open for clients and their current payment plans, which means that your revenue continues to come in uh, regularly. So I hope that is helpful for you. So, okay. Last Tuesday, I had this meltdown and I am going to give you a couple other pieces of information about it. So I had this meltdown last Tuesday. Um, This was the day before this networking picnic that I do every couple. I do, I think two a year. This picnic always brings me new clients, always. And it's just really fun and I really look forward to it. The other thing I had to look forward to was I had a a, a meeting with a new one-on-one client. She had not signed yet, potential new one-on-one client on Friday. So last Tuesday, was there substantial reason for me to be having this meltdown that lasted a really long time? Not really, not really. Logically, I knew that it wasn't accurate. But I just had a day, I had a day and you have to give yourself grace when you have a day and you have these meltdowns and you feel like the world is ending and you're never going to make any more money and your business is going to burn to the ground. (laughs) Because I can tell you it's not. Your business is going to sustain itself. You're going to run it. And for every day that you feel like garbage, like things are going to fall apart around you, I will tell you there's a million days where you are killing it. You are killing it. So here's how I wrapped up that day. Had my meltdown at the office, spewed all this information to my husband, went for a walk because I thought it would help. Normally it does. Uh, it didn't. And then I went home, made dinner, and sat on the couch and cried some more. <laughs> some more. And then my husband came home and was like, okay, we're still in this dark cloud. And I said, yeah, I don't know what's wrong. Um, I've been really open on this podcast about my struggle with depression over the last several years. And one thing I did tell him, cause I know he worries. I said, you know, this is not depression. I don't feel depressed. This is going to be fine tomorrow. I just feel like a bottled up bottle of emotions that need to come out and here it is. And then after I get them out, I will feel better. So he was like, yeah, okay. I'm here for it. Let's talk, keep it going until you feel better. Say all the things. So I did. I said all the things I said, you know, I haven't had a launch in six months and we had a long honeymoon, which I, Oh, it was a dream. I wouldn't take it back for anything. And we had our wedding planning and I I didn't plan well for, you know, stepping away from my business and the chaos of planning a wedding, pausing the wedding, having another wedding. I said, I just wish I had planned better for this. So he said, okay, well, tomorrow's your picnic. So you're just going to sign new clients tomorrow. And then on Friday, you're going to sign a new one-on-one client. So what can I do to remind you that your business grows every single year, whether or not you have these dips? And I said, I know, I just need to remind myself. 
So I did what I love to do and everybody's self-care looks different in these instances. But I said, I think I'm just tired now because I've been crying all day. You know, we all know that kind of takes a lot out of you. So I said, I'm going to take a shower and then I'm going to take my laptop and I'm going to go crawl in bed. And it was like eight o'clock, I think. And I'm going to watch Netflix for an hour and then I'm going to go to sleep early. And tomorrow's a new day. So he was like, I love this plan. So he got all the couch, all the pillows from the couch and propped them up in the bed and made a cozy nest (laughs) and brought my laptop in while I was taking a shower. And I just let it all go. (laughs) I let it all go. And then the next day I woke up ready for the picnic. Everything was going according to plan. The picnic was great. It was really great. I've had some meetings with some of the lovely ladies uh, who attended the picnic. They're fantastic. Um, I think there's a new one-on-one client coming from that, maybe two. And then I had my meeting on Friday and had a new one-on-one client sign and we're back. It's that easy. It's that easy. So if you are sitting here thinking all those negative thoughts, it's okay to take a day. It's okay to take a couple hours. It's okay to take space for yourself to get those things out. However you get them out. Maybe it's a spin class. Maybe it's spewing things to your partner or your best friend, or maybe it's running, or maybe it's, I don't know, walking on the beach, reading a book, (laughs) some way to get this stuff out. You know, maybe it's journaling could be a number of things. Allow yourself that space, give yourself some time to process and then get back to work. If you can't turn it off and it turns into a long-term sort of depression, that's one thing. But if you're just having a day, that's another thing. And that is manageable. And we all have them. We're entrepreneurs. So my intention for this podcast is to share this message that being an entrepreneur is not all sunshine and rainbows. And if you're following people online and they make it seem like it is, and it's causing you to feel bad about yourself and your business, unfollow them because they're not telling the truth. (laughs) They are not telling the truth. We all have unexpected stuff that comes up. We all have life events that change our ability to be fully present in our businesses. And it's all okay. It's all okay. And if you need help figuring out how to get out of a slump, let me know. I love getting out of a slump. I love helping people get out of a slump. It's one of my favorite things to do. So if you're in a a tough spot right now, a tough season in your business or in your life, just know that it's not going to last forever. It's going to turn around really fast, faster than you know. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tech Champagne. And I will see you next week. And the next episode, I'll give you a little sneak preview for next week, is all about hosting small events to grow your business, leveraging these small events, creating big connection so that your business can grow all year round. I'm going to share the nuts and bolts and all the details of planning this picnic and what it costs. People always want to know that. What did it cost? How much I made from it? Did I sell tickets? Did I not? Uh, Was that awkward? Did I have vendors, (laughs) speakers? So I'm gonna give you all that information on the next episode of Tech Champagne. Okay, thanks so much for listening and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, 
check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.